well, my relationships, for example, most of the time it just comes from misunderstandings. Mm. It's like, oh, I thought you meant this. It's yeah. like, oh, actually, I meant this. Oh, sweet, no big deal. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's, but until you ask the question and have yeah. the conversation, have the awkward conversations. Yeah, yeah. All right, welcome to the CrossFit by Design podcast. We're back. This is Tom and Brendan. How are you going? I'm well. Yeah, we should talk about what we talked about off off air right now. Off air. Instead of saying how are you going or how's your day, ah, what would excellent. be the new thing you okay. say to people? Uh, for those of you who are wondering what we're talking about, I have now decided that asking the question how was your day is a horrible question because it always just responds in good. Yeah. So... Uh, what uh, what success did you have today? Yeah, what was, what was successful about today? The successful thing I had today was a coaching call with my coach. Okay. And the development of our kids program. Okay. And just I had a few questions answered on that that are helping me move forward on that program. So that's exciting because it's cool to see the kids doing what yeah. they've been doing with the other coaches. Yeah. Back at you. Mm. Uh, what successful thing? What has been a success? What's from been today? success today for me? Uh, I received an email which I'd been waiting for about um, uh, a potential customer for computers for Computers for Congo, um, which I was kind of unsure if it was going to go ahead, but it looks like it has gone ahead. So that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I now feel much better about my day. Yeah, yeah. for highlighting the success. Yeah, in my day. Strange. Instead of trying to filter through all the bad experiences I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's not that bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, what we wanted to talk about today is um, the, I guess you could say, the relationship between coaches and athletes You know, at our gym, CrossFit by Design. Um, we have four coaches, well, technically five mm. now, yep. with the kids' coach, uh, kids course. So um, the question I wanted to ask is why do people favor certain coaches over others? We obviously know people are different. Um, people are always going to be different, and so they interact in different ways. But I mean, when it comes to a CrossFit gym in particular, and this can be applied to any you know school, whether it's a martial arts school, a classroom, whatever it is, everyone seems to have their favourite teachers. Hmm. Why is that? Well, I don't think it's any different from having your favourite people in your life. Um, you have them for a reason. You can you find them easier to talk to, easier to relate to. Um, you have a better rapport for whatever reason mm. um, <clears throat> you know them from somewhere else they share common interests that kind of thing I think it's uh, a lot of the same so obviously we all share the interest of CrossFit but outside of that um, age can come into it as well like if they're closer to your age maybe you've got more to talk about kind of thing mm. uh, they they might have a style that you really appreciate as far as coaching goes because we all have different styles mm. Um, and they might just sort of respond better. Yeah. I mean, we always try and adjust to to suit what I've recognized is the style that you best respond to as a student. Yeah. Um, but you still kind of have the your go-to yeah. Um, yeah. as far as your teaching style goes. Yeah. So, so when you say style, what exactly do you mean? Because people, obviously, if you're a coach, you know, you've done research on coaching and how to coach and how to be a better coach. And on face value, it seems, you know, how hard can it be? Just tell people what to do. It's pretty simple. So when you talk about yeah. style, what do you kind of mean by that? And why would a different coach have a different style? 
Yeah, well, I mean, I could, I would, I like to think of myself as maybe a bit more relaxed uh, kind of style in, in that um, I'll always explain the wad and what's happening that day and everything like that and maybe spend more time cueing people in the wad. Other mm. coaches might have more of a technical breakdown mm. um, pre-wad and sort of handle the in-workout stuff slightly differently. Yep. Um, the way that I talk about how I cue people, mm. so my background's military, so I love talking about if you're on the rifle range, you kind of do it like this, and that's how it relates to this movement, which doesn't work for everybody because they're yeah. like, I've never shot a rifle before, so I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Um, uh, I usually like to try and find ways sometimes to relate it to people's job or just teaching in general mm. um, because everybody's a teacher of something in some small way. Yeah. Um, so I like to break it down like that. So that's yeah. kind of my style. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, Locke's style might be, well, is completely different. Um, And that doesn't make his style wrong. Like we're both communicating the same message, but you hear the message better the way Locke breaks it down Mm. versus how I break it down. Mm. Therefore, I like Locke better because he gets me. Yeah. So if if it sounds like as a coach, there's certain things you can pick up about the person you're trying to coach and maybe it's a, an experience or uh, a job that they've had in which you can relate something you're trying to communicate to a particular thing they're familiar with, it seems like that could be done by any coach. So shouldn't every coach just have sort of like a one-size-fits-all, be able to adapt to everyone? Isn't that the mark of a good coach that no matter what personality you're coaching, you should be able to kind of shift the style and the way you're communicating with them and dealing with them so that they feel comfortable and it just clicks? With yeah, them. absolutely. I 100% agree, but the way in which a coach does that isn't going to be the same. Right. Like, I agree with you in that, that a coach should always be trying to find, like, where the athlete's coming from and mm. get on their level and communicate in the way that they understand and not just like, well, I have this cue, it's a perfect cue, and you're not responding to it, therefore you're, you're not coachable. Mm. But you know, the way in which you communicate that is still going to be different from another coach. So it's like um, the principles are few, but the methods are many. So we're all trying to communicate the same thing. Like I I still want to get you to squat like knees out, chest up, Mm. abs on tight, you know, all that good stuff. But the way I go about getting you to switch those muscles on and then, you know, Mm. create that external rotation or whatever it is. Yeah. is going to be different from the next coach, but the result's going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think an, another question that sort of comes to mind is if, because I mean, I, I think that's spot on. We should be able to communicate the principle regardless of what method you're using. Hmm. And obviously people are going to connect with different methods. But if there is a person, um, it could be in our gym, could be in any gym, or could be in any teaching environment, um, if there's a person who just really doesn't connect with a coach and they feel that oh, it's just, it's not, it's not working. And I think, you know, you could pose the question about if, you know, what if someone doesn't like a coach? But I think a better question would be often there are, there is an intangible blockage between uh, an athlete and a coach, you know, a student and a, and a teacher, there's this intangible blockage that causes the, the learner to say, oh, I just don't know what it is about them. I just can't, 
oh, I just when you know when he's around, when he's coaching, when she's there, when she's coaching, I just oh, I just kind of gets a little bit frustrating. I can't get it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the person might not be able to communicate it, you know, properly to you, but they don't feel as comfortable around a coach. What would you say to, you know, an athlete or a member who feels like that? They just they feel uncomfortable around someone, but they don't know how to put their finger on it and say it's because of that. What advice would you have for someone like that? Well, I guess the, the easy go-to would be to talk to that coach. But I mean, let, you know, let's assume that they're uncomfortable doing that mm. and they don't know how to walk up to that coach and say, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to walk up to that coach. I did and not say, see yeah. that coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't know how to walk up to that coach and sort of um, break that down, get yep. that out of them. You know, because they'd be like, what's going on? What are you trying to say, mate? Like... But mm. let's say it's me they had an issue with mm. and they couldn't quite put their finger on it. I would encourage them to go to you and say that to you. Yeah. And then any other coach at CrossFit by Design is like pretty good at asking better questions, I think. Mm. So from that conversation they have with you, you could maybe talk them through maybe why they don't feel as comfortable. Mm. So let's say they come up to you and go, oh, hey, Tom, like... I don't feel as comfortable around Brendan as mm. I do around you. Mm. And you can you can just sort of start the conversation like, oh, okay, why do you think that is? Mm. And they're like, oh, I'm just really not sure. It's like, oh, was there any one time where you, it sort of clicked for you that you felt uncomfortable and sort mm. of go down the rabbit hole and just yeah. ask the questions and then help them understand it. Yeah. And then once they understand why they feel that way, yeah. um, you can kind of go from there. Yeah. Because uh, the answer is going to be, it depends. It depends. Yeah. Um, but that's a good starting place. I yeah. think. You know, go to somebody you are comfortable with mm. and talk to them about it. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, the, this conversation we're having, I think is important because as you mentioned at the start, the way people get friends and gain friends and choose who they um, spend a lot more time with is similar in that sense where if you were to ask them, why are you friends with this person and, that, and not that person? They might say, oh, I just get along with that person. I guess we just we just kind of connect. And I don't think a lot of people will necessarily have the tool set to identify what it is, particularly why they're with one person or not with another person. Um, and so I think if people think about this and spend a bit more time about understanding, okay, something's not quite right here. I don't feel comfortable. And then rather than just being like, yeah, well, that's, uh, this gym just mustn't be right for me. Or, you know, I just, we just, we're just not, don't work well together, so I'm just not even going to bother spending time with it. I feel that there's normally something that can be identified and then resolved, which can fix a whole bunch of problems rather than just kind of closing the closet door and saying, oh, that's just just not going to work. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it could just be, it could be rooted in one big misunderstanding. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the only way you're going to find that out is to investigate it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's usually where most disagreements come from yeah. in most relationships, like I'm not an expert there, but mm. you know, misunderstandings in well, my relationships, for example, most of the time it just comes from misunderstandings. Mm. It's like, oh, I thought you meant this. It's yeah. like, oh, actually, I meant this. Oh, sweet, no big deal. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's, but until you ask the question and have yep. the conversation, have the awkward conversations. Yeah. 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 And I guess that's probably the biggest takeaway is, I mean, you can apply this to friendships or not just you know coaching at the CrossFit gym, but any situation, just got to just ask. Just, yeah, just talk about it. More often than not, the other person isn't going to be offended or like, 
oh, what are you talking about, bro? You're just yeah. a jerk. That's yeah. why we don't get along. <laughs> yeah. Just stop being a jerk, yeah. everything will be okay. I might be like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, just to start the conversation and more often than not the other person, people are pretty reasonable, especially in this culture. People yeah. are pretty reasonable. If you start a conversation, particularly if you start with questions and say, look, I'm, you know, can you help me with this? I'm not sure. Most conflicts can get resolved in that way. So absolutely, I mean, for all they know, it could be all beer and skittles. They're like, "Oh, I didn't even know there was an issue." I thought, "Well, cool." Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, sooner rather than later, have the conversation that you're not so Indeed. keen to have. Yeah, mm. but we all kind of know I'm the best coach. Everyone. Yeah, I'm the favourite, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we only put up with you because you're the owner, really. Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you're thanks welcome. for putting up with me. I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you next time. See you, bro.